0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time, and if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only, price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. Or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. What is going to separate the Indianapolis Colts from the Buffalo Bills on Sunday? We're going to talk about that in just a moment. This is Breakfast with Kent. For Friday, November 19th, 2021, it's semi-state Friday in the state of Indiana. Fantastic weekend for high school sports, college sports, professional sports. Cannot wait for this weekend to get started. We're brought to you by the great people at mybookie.ag. Use the promo code KEDSTERLING. Get bonuses. Refer friends. Get bonuses. Let's go. Let's have some fun. You know what? This weekend's going to be terrific and Sunday is going to be an outstanding day of professional football and then college basketball. Let's talk about the professional football first. The Colts are 5 and 5. They had worked their asses off to get back to 5 and 5. Started 0 and 3, went to 1 and 4, now 5 and 5. They're back in the playoff hunt and they've got a test on Sunday in Buffalo where they can get back in this thing or they can kind of fall out of this thing. You can see how the AFC is developing. The Patriots are getting better. The Bills, you know what? At six and three, that AFC East is in doubt for the Buffalo Bills. So they're gonna be ready to go. They haven't locked away the AFC East yet. Here are some comparisons between those two teams: the Colts and the uh, the Buffalo Bills. All right, from an injury perspective, the Colts and the Bills develop both comparatively healthy. Uh, Spencer Brown, we don't know if he's going to play. He is on the COVID list for the Bills. He couldn't get off the COVID list if he is unvaccinated. He has two negative tests within uh, or outside a 24-hour period. They've got to be separated by at least 24 hours. He has to be completely asymptomatic, and he has to have team doctors rule him as able to play. If all that happens, Spencer Brown could play. If he's not vaccinated, he's not playing, and he's probably not playing next week either. Tremaine Edwin Edmonds, for the Bills, he didn't practice again yesterday. For the Colts, the only guy who didn't practice yesterday, Anthony Chesley. Darius Leonard, he was limited, as was Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes, if he plays, that's a good thing. If you got all the qu- cornerbacks available, TJ Carey, Xavier Rhodes rock has seen, <clears throat> You got a chance to keep the, the Bills from executing in that passing game. What you've got to do is you've got to keep Josh Allen at bay, right? You've got to keep him hemmed in the pocket, and you've got to go get him. If you sack him three or more times, you're going to win this game. The Bills have allowed him to be sacked three or four times, three times this year. Guess what? Those are the three losses for the Buffalo Bills. <clears throat> that is a terrific bellwether for the Bills' success or failure on Sunday. Josh Allen versus Carson Wentz. In terms of QBR, Josh Allen ranked 7th in the National Football League. Carson Wentz, 13th. Passer rating, Carson Wentz ranked 10th. Er, uh, Josh Allen ranked 10th. Carson Wentz ranked 12th. Carson Wentz... A uh, lot of good, not so much bad. 17 touchdowns, three interceptions. For Josh Allen, it's 19-6. and six. At the running back position, clear advantage to the Indianapolis Colts. Jonathan Taylor, 5.8 yards per carry this year and nine TDs. Uh, Singletary, five yards per carry, although only half the carries and two touchdowns. In terms of gash plays, big plays, 20-yard plus runs, Jonathan Taylor with nine of those bad boys, and Singletary with just two. At the receiver position, Stephon Diggs, really pretty good. But surprisingly, Michael Pittman is right there in terms of statistics. Uh, Diggs, 56 catches, 750 yards, on average of 13.4 yards per catch, five touchdowns. Pittman, 55 catches, 729 yards, 13.4 yards per catch. Five touchdowns, and and here's a statistic that I wish was more in the Colts' favor, and I thought it might be. Pittman has caught passes for 36 first downs, Diggs 38 first downs. These guys are basically the same player, statistically. Diggs and Pittman have the same effect. They have the same yardage effect on the game as the other. Uh, Turnover differential. The Bills lead the NFL plus 14. The Colts, second in the NFL with plus 11. So, and, and here's a statistic that I, I think it, it, it could weigh in the disfavor of the Indianapolis Colts, and that's points per fourth quarter. Late scoring is going to be, I think, important in this game. The weather forecast 60% chance of rain, a high of 48. It's going to be miserable. This is a game that could wind up being a low-scoring game, so scoring in the fourth quarter is going to be at a premium, and it's going to be important. The Bills, 8.7 points per game in the fourth quarter this season. That's ranked 5th in the NFL. The Colts, 6.2. That's ranked 20th. At home, the Bills, number 2 in the NFL, 12.5 yards per game. It's a small sample. All right, so this... Don't read too much into this, but read some into this. The Colts on the road, number 15, at 6.5. So that's a six-point differential in the fourth quarter between the Bills and the Colts. The Bills at home at 12.5. The Colts on the road at 6.5. Who's going to win this game? We're going to have to see. Because when you kick it off, all those numbers, all the analysis, goes right out the damn window, and we have no idea who's going to win the game. I think the Colts have got a shot. I think on one Sunday, the Colts have a good chance to beat the Buffalo Bills. I think they're very similar. The Bills, a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball. Darius Leonard being hurt doesn't help. He's going to play, but that ankle he said yesterday, it's basically still attached, and that's about it. Running full speed is not something that he's really even tested, but once This season. That ankle is a problem for Leonard. I would assume after the season he's going to have to have surgery to repair it. We'll see. He's got to get that thing fixed, right? Uh, Let's talk about Indiana basketball for a second. And what's going to go on this weekend other than the NFL? And by the way, how about the Patriots yesterday? Some people thought that the Atlanta Falcons were going to be in this game somehow or another against the Patriots. Some people predicted that the Falcons were going to win. There was no chance that that was going to happen. Patriots went into Atlanta last night on national TV and won 25-0. They were really good. Four picks. You get four picks. You turn a team over four times, you're going to win that game a lot of the time. And, and that's going to be an important thing, Colts and the Bills, because they're going to get each about nine possessions. Nine possessions, let's say three points per possession. Turnovers are worth... A negative three to the team that turns it over and worth a positive three potentially to the team that goes and gets it. That six-point swing, that's a big deal in these games. And if you get three or four of them, like, you do the math, all right? I'll do the math. Four times six is 24. Last night, what happened? Patriots win by 25. That's calculus. Calculus. That is irrefutable mathematical evidence that uh, turnovers are huge in the NFL. Uh, Trey Galloway, we found out yesterday, has broken his wrist. That as a result of the fall that was caused by Mathis of St. John's, the fall that led to Mathis being ejected from the game correctly by the officials, uh, that was just a stupid play, a violent play, an unpleasant play. Now Galloway's got a broken wrist, and I hope the kid from St. John's you know what? I don't know who would suspend him, but I'd love to see a kid get suspended for crap like that. Guy goes up, he's completely vulnerable physically, and is pulled down to the floor violently by a defensive player. You know what? That kind of crap doesn't belong in, in college basketball, and I wish he was ejected, so there was no chance of this happening. But there's got to be a little bit of, uh, of street justice, right? You know, if the guy hadn't been ejected, yeah, a guy goes into a vulnerable position himself, give him a nudge, have him fall down on his hip. I, is that a bad thing, ultimately? Yeah, I, it's not the nicest thing to do, but you've got to discourage uh play like that, and that's why him being ejected, Mathis being ejected was a good thing. Bryce Enzi also injured. Uh, he tore his left labrum, labrum in his left shoulder And so he may be out for a while. He may not be out for a while. He has not been ruled out for Maui yet by Butler. We'll see. Bryce Enzi, a really important cog in that Butler wheel. Galloway for Indiana. Galloway is kind of, no offense to Trey Galloway, and he made a great play. Really good steal. Went out, got the ball, broke his wrist ultimately. But that was a plus two-point play in a two-point game. Really, really nice work by Trey Galloway, right? And and may have led directly to Indiana winning that game in the Gavitt Games uh, over St. John's. However, you're going to be able to replace those minutes and not see uh, a deep fall off in in terms of quality of play with Bryce Enzi. That's a different thing with uh, with the Butler Bulldogs. Pacers tonight at Charlotte. Pacers a two and a half point dog. That game at seven o'clock. Hornets have won four in a row. Pacers have lost two in a row. they got to figure out a way to compete for 48 minutes. This is almost a laconic team as you watch him from time to time. Against Detroit, they were laconic. Look it up. It's not good. Uh, Indiana hosts Minnesota tomorrow at Memorial Stadium. Final game of the season at Memorial Stadium for the Hoosiers. Trying to get off the schneid, not have a winless Big Ten mark this year. First time in a decade that would have happened. What are you gonna do? And you know, Tom Allen's talking about injuries, and injuries have been terrible. Penix going out, but they have no depth. They have no depth at running back. They have no depth at quarterback. Whose fault is that? You know, you got to have depth. You're gonna lose guys. Guys are gonna get injured. That's just the way football is. And and they've got plenty of depth in the defensive backfield, plenty of secondary depth. But you got to have depth at quarterback. You've got to have depth at receiver. You've got to have depth at running back. And they just don't. Somebody's got to be held accountable. But Tom Allen signed an extension in the offseason that carries his contract through 2027, making him virtually untouchable at Indiana. We'll see if he can get it back on course. But LEO, okay. LEO was a lot of fun when you were 6-2. and two. When you're winless in the Big Ten, LEO just sounds like some kind of lame-ass slogan. Doesn't it? It does to me. Uh, Purdue hoops tomorrow, 4 o'clock. North Carolina, the opponent, first test for both these teams. Uh, Purdue has looked awesome against teams like Indiana State and Wright State. We'll see if they look awesome against the Tar Heels. I think they will. This is a team with great depth, great talent, great maturity, and part of that bu- or Purdue culture that is just like, man. Of all the teams in college basketball, the one I think with the deepest, most, like, culture. Purdue. Purdue always looks like Purdue. They always play like Purdue. Uh, Indiana basketball back on the court Sunday against Louisiana. The thing about Louisiana is this. Louisiana's 3-0. and And granted, they haven't played anybody. I don't even know other than in the state. Xavier of Louisiana, where is it? I don't know. I never heard of them. However, if you haven't lost yet, you don't believe you will lose. This team hadn't lost Louisiana. They may come into Simon Scott Assembly Hall uh, Sunday night and believe. And belief is something that Indiana has to extinguish within that team quickly. Get out to a lead, put them down, keep them down, get rid, dispatch Louisiana quickly. And then Indiana's got Jackson State, who they should also roll over. That game Sunday, 7.30 on BTN. Semi-states this weekend. Semi-state football's the best, and it could turn the state finals into an all-Central Indiana affair. Merrillville is at Westfield tonight, Ben Davis at Center Grove. The winners of those two games are going to play for the 6A state championship next weekend. Zionsville at Michigan City. New Albany, the New Albany Bulldogs, their first trip ever to a football semi-state tonight at Tech High School against Cathedral. My son went to Cathedral. I went to New Albany. This is a battle for the Sterling Homestead. That's what we'll call this tonight. Uh, Mount Vernon-Fortville plays in 4A. Brabuff plays uh, at Michigan, or, uh, Mishawaka-Marion in 3A. evansville Day travels to play Sassina and the great Ott Hurley that game uh, this weekend. Try is at Lutheran. So, Central Indiana could go 6-for-6 six six in state championship matchups next weekend if... They take care of business tonight. Of course, we're going to the New Albany Cathedral game. Got to rep the Bulldogs. Got to rep the Fighting Irish. I went to New Albany. I wrote big checks to Cathedral. Where's my loyalty going to lie? I don't know. May spend one half on one side, one half on the other, like anybody's going to keep track. Birthday's being celebrated today. How about the great Art Larson celebrating a birthday up there in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin? Dave Greenwood, happy birthday. Chris Hooley, happy birthday. Kate Paciars, happy birthday. Chris Harris, happy birthday. The great Chris Harris. The great Jay Baker, celebrating a birthday. An Indianapolis radio legend, Heather McWilliams, happy birthday. Howard Ramey, Bob Boone. How is he a Facebook friend of mine? The great Bob Boone. Yeah, that Bob Boone, the catcher. And the manager, Dave Newland, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that is best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other. Don't pull each other down. we got enough people focusing on pulling each other down. Be a force for good. Lift each other. Make each other feel a little bit good about each other today. Can you? We'll talk to you later today. We'll go out. We will visit with Ivan O'Idle, who was money last weekend. Six and three on his picks. Seven and O oh, the previous weekend. We'll see what he is this week. Investment opportunities all over the place on Friday afternoons with Ivan O'Idle. Oh, cannot wait to talk to you then. Go Bulldogs! Go Irish! Can they tie? With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Plus.